0: Just for a half a minute. <laughs> Here goes. Yeah. Yeah. Now in partnership with the new Westport Library and the Quick Center for the Arts and iTunes, it's Oh Brother, Not Another Podcast with me, Trace Burroughs. And me, Makes Burroughs, my uh, best friend. I haven't seen him 55 years. Uh, <laughs> we're connected really through a date through thanks to Dave Brubeck. Uh Trace
1: Burroughs. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Right. The weird story, my son is, uh, uh, well, Peter Jason's a fine actor. He actually has, uh, well, there's two lists on IMDb. The the short list is all the movies he hasn't been in, and the long list is all the movies he has been in, which exceeds (laughs) 260, I think. But um, anyway, the, the short story about our renewed connection was my son Braden, who lives in Somerville, Mass., is heavily into vinyl bought a big vinyl, you know, expensive setup, the whole thing. And I had vinyl, he knew I had vinyl records in the basement from college and whatnot. And he said, Oh, you know, would you bring them up? And I'll take the ones I want. And we're going through them, you know, one by one. And there's Dave timeout by Dave Rubeck. And I look, turn it over and it's got Peter Osling name on the back. And I said, Oh my God, I, this guy's, he's an actor now. He's a, he's a famous actor. And my, my son had said, I just saw him in. In uh, they live, you know. He had just seen you like the night before or something, and um, so anyway, so he's got your album, and uh, then I thought, well, gee, I should catch up and uh, find out how that, what, 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 down and what's happening with you, which is not hard to find out because.
1: Well, John Carpenter. Uh, <clears throat> this is this is his here. So uh, I got a lot of I got a, a lot of Facebook time. With uh, people who I uh, guess they live ran a few times during Halloween, Prince of Darkness, those kind of movies, uh, John Carpenter movies, <clears throat> and they were uh, blasting away this last week uh, <clears throat> with Halloween. So uh, that was I, I got a several calls. Besides your son, <laughs> I'm glad he hooked us up. This is great.
0: Oh, it's. So did you you did you connect with John Carpenter after? Did you know him during the Halloween? I mean, that was one of his first big. No, I didn't meet him until Prince of Darkness was. No,
1: oh. my- I'd worked with his wife uh, before she was his wife on a, on a movie called The Long Riders, a Walter Hill film with all the brothers, the Keeches, the Carradines. The oh boy- yeah, oh yeah. And uh, it was from a, from an original uh, musical that we did off Broadway at the Bowery Lane Theater in New York. Called Jesse James a musical.
0: Oh, there! Oh, there's the poster, Jesse James. Right? did you see it? Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, that was like I can't, maybe many moons ago, and it took him uh, ten years to get to go from a play off Broadway to uh, making a movie with Walter Hill directing. And uh, cha- the brothers were changed around a lot in the process. The Bottoms brothers were in there for a while. The Bridges brothers were in there for a while, uh, you know. And, and uh, but as time went on, they finally, eventually, got it together and and got the uh, the Keeches, the Carradines, the Quades, and the guests. And I, I was the Pinkerton man, and uh, which is I, in the in the play, I played uh, Robert Pinkerton with uh, Tom Clancy of the Clancy brothers. Remember them and. Uh, Perry King of uh, Riptide fame, and uh, so uh, we did that. The barline, it was a blast. I remember uh,
0: the last performance; I was high as a (laughs) kite. It was a
1: different time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm curious. What was the turning point? Because I I saw previous interviews (laughs) with you know that I think you said 1982. You sort of cleaned up. So what 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 was the what was the light that, that turned on that made you uh, clean up? Uh,
1: my wife left me.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I said, adios, asshole, and went back to Puerto Rico. <laughs> and so I went, huh? You know? And uh, uh, so I said, well, uh, uh, and I got in a wreck, and I thought, well, I'll have to go to court again. Mm. And, uh, but I'll Get through that. And I figured the judge, you know, I'd go in there and go to a bunch of AA meetings before I went in there and he'd say, Oh, Pete, thanks for all the time in the AA meetings. Uh uh bailiff, give Pete some cash for the time he's spent going to those things and and show him the trophy, the AA boy of the month trophy, and they'd let me go. It didn't work like that. (laughs) (laughs) But while I was there, I heard stuff and I went, Oh, You know, I did that. Oh. I did that, too. Oh, I felt like that. Did you go to jail for I I did.
0: Oh, did you? No. Yeah.
1: I went for, uh, I, they, they sentenced me to, it's a very strange story. It's a fun story. <laughs> they went. They sentenced me to uh, 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 five years restricted driver's license to and from work, uh, $5,000 fine. Wow. Uh, 30 days in jail. Wow, yeah. And uh, they're tough out here in California, you know? And so, and uh, uh, a and hundred hours uh, uh, public service, like picking up trash in the streets. Mm. So my first night in jail, I, I bef- the day before uh, I was to go, um, <laughs> I went, <laughs> I went uh, to an audition and I got it. And it was uh, dreamscape, a dreamscape movie with Dennis Quaid and Kate oh. Capshaw. And, uh, it was four weeks work starting immediately. Hmm. And I went, <sighs> I, so I went to the judge the next day with the day I'm supposed to go to jail. The judge looked at the thing and went, hmm, 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 hmm. And either he couldn't add or what, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me see. It was, uh, 30 days, it, was, it turned to 20 days by 10 weekends. That's right, 10 weekends, bang, you know. And if you miss one of those weekends or you're late, I'm going to double it, you know. Yes, you are. You know? mm. so I Went to my first one. I went down there at 6 in the morning, and I stood in line and went in jail. You know, they got deliced, and they went in, and then they, uh, you know, uh, uh, sent you to your rooms. And everybody started clamoring for these rooms because it was overcrowded. Ran down to the end, the last one, jumped in a cot, pulled the covers over my and slept. <laughs> and when I did wake up for their blue bologna sandwich or their green <laughs> egg, uh, you know, whatever, I, I, I jump up on the pipe and do chin-ups like, I'm a tough <laughs> guy, that's me. And, uh, and when we left that day, as we're walking out, some guy said, Hey! You're the guy from Cheech and Chong. Hey, hey man, you're the guy <laughs> from Cheech and Chong. Hey, man, you're the guy, Noodles. Hey, Noodles. You know, and I'm oh, like, God. Oh, boy. So I'm going to really dread going back next weekend. But I went to work all week on uh, really? on uh, on Dreamscape. We're shooting up in Griffith Park. and uh, I, It was a night shoot, and I finished like at midnight. And I went home, and I got to get up at 6, so I... I climb in bed, and I go to sleep at about 1 in the morning, and I got to get up at 5 to get down there by 6, and I overslept. Oh. And I didn't hear the alarm. I jumped oh. up. i freaked. It was almost 7. And oh, my God. I jumped in the car. Flew downtown. Uh, it's a convertible, and I pulled up right in front in the red, and I just left it there, jumped out, <laughs> ran in, and there's a line. There's still a line. Oh, God. I said, is this for jail? He said, yeah. I said, oh, great, thanks. I made it. And and I get there and I walk up. I wait and there's about 20 guys in front of me. And I walk up and they're they're coming back, you know. And I get up there and I hand the guy my stuff. He says, okay, see you next weekend. (laughs) And I left. (laughs) Now, and then I figured, oh, they're overcrowded. Oh, if you show up late,
0: you don't
1: have to go. They stay your car. So I did that every day. Every weekend after that, I'd pull up. I'd park in the red.
0: And I'd sit there and
1: I'd watch the guys all going in. And as soon as I started people coming back out, I would jump and go and get in line. See you next week. I'll get out. (laughs) Two out of the thirty. But, play uh, you know, somebody was over looking over looking after me
0: <laughs> well there's so many I don't know Trace. do you have a question about any of the movies there's so many did you, there's so many
1: did you get your first acting jobs like before you before you got kicked out of uh, college yeah my first professional job yeah. was, uh, uh, and I got my union card was uh, uh, the Red Skelton show Oh, well. <laughs> yeah was, Clem
0: Cadiddlehopper yeah
1: yeah, he was playing the little kid with the bow tie and the thing, and the little hat and the thing, and sucker, and, and he's on a cruise ship, and he's skipping, and yeah. and uh, I'm a honeymoon couple, and, we're, and we had, you know, five jokes, and uh, moved on, and that was it. And uh, uh, welcome to uh, the union. And after it was my first union. And uh, then because of that, I got to join SAG, and then I did, uh, I think it was a Cimarron strip first, and then a uh, couple of gun smokes, one gun smoke for sure, uh, and then I got real level. For all those credits that I am like you, you have an agent, I'm, I'm guessing. Do you have to audition for all those parts you've got? Or they just say, we want you? Yeah, most of the time. Except for except the, 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 for the great ones like John Carpenter and Walter Hill. I've done mm-hmm. 14 shows for Walter Hill. And eight or nine for John Carpenter and five or six for Frank Marshall. Those guys just call and ask for me. <clears throat> Thank God.
0: You told a story in one video I saw, I think you were in Howard Hawke's office, right? You didn't even get to say a word, and you just said, I like you. You know, so, you, you got stone the part. To the bone. Yeah, stone to the bone. That was great, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: and the phone rang at the crack of dawn at uh, 10 o'clock in the morning, crack of dawn. And, <laughs> and I already had my cup of coffee, and, you know, my little Colombian pop, and... Uh, <laughs> my agent called and uh, said, you got to get over to CBS right now. They're doing a movie. And I'm going, who is this? (laughs) (laughs) And I went over there and, and uh, in those days, your agent met you at the gate and walked you in. And walked you to the secretary, and you went down. Now they sit in their office; they just send you an email, and you use, read the sides online, and, and you drive yourself over and get a pass and walk on or drive on and go to the audition. But in those days, it was uh, it was way more fun because you got to walk into the lot with your agent mm. and uh, uh, go to the caf- go to the commissary and see all the movie stars there having lunch. In their, in their costumes, and uh, it, was, it, was a, it was more of a, a homey kind of a, uh, atmosphere. It was more friendly, it wasn't so corporate, uh, you know, the, the bots hadn't taken over yet, and uh, mm-hmm. the computer hadn't taken over. So uh, the secretaries were, ran the deal, and they had a pecking order too. If it was a one-day part or a week part or a guest starring role or a starring role, it was like each secretary had a had a uh, uh, wore a different hat, you know. And uh, it was I liked it. It was it was. I remember on Gunsmoke, uh, every Friday night they uh, they would at the Long Branch they'd rap and then be, uh, out Out came the booze and, <laughs> you know, we would have actual, actual party at the long hors d'oeuvres and, uh, uh, you know, cocktails in the Long Branch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> really? Great. That's great. Well, you get. I have to, for anybody, aspiring actor or actually aspiring anybody that wants a job, there's a short video you, you give advice about, about auditioning, and, and you mentioned, I'd never heard this word before, but you said be a heartworm, um, uh, and that, which I found, which I think applies to anybody. I mean, it works for actors, but you know, in other words, you know, why don't you explain it? What does being a heartworm mean? Well, I
1: think you're referring to the, yeah. uh, uh Stacy Keach's class. He was teaching a college class and I happened to have been coming from an audition. He's an old friend of mine and one of my best, longest friends. And I stopped in the house to say hi and, and, uh, he said oh I'm glad you're here and you're wearing a suit do this tell him how to audition and he was doing a, a in those days it was a not a zoom it was a, a video chat with his college class in uh in north carolina or in california and so i just started yakping about how i my my theories on auditioning and how you get the job mm. and uh the main thing is well, the main thing I sell is 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 having fun. I, it's called a play, you know, and uh, nobody likes to watch anyone work. We like to see people play. We're a nation of uh, voyeurs and that kind of aspect and as far as sports goes and and, and theater and music and uh, but we like the fun people, you know we like the we like Anthony Hopkins in in "Silence of the Lambs," you know, have an old friend for lunch,
0: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Um, right. right. He's the most evil character. There's something likable about him. Most
1: despicable character ever. And he eats people and and we're laughing (laughs) at him. We love him because we're laughing at him because he likes, he's having so much fun. So I've, I've, I've always played, you know, it's, it's what I do. I played when I got in trouble in school. When I was always playing. And and probably when you knew me, I was always in trouble, too, for playing there. I remember the Beaux-Arts ball that I think you you were in charge of. I'm, I know I was on that committee when we picked uh, the hot nuts. That's and right, yeah. They said they'd pay, play for uh, $1,500 in their jock straps and, and uh, $2,500 naked yeah <laughs> <laughs> something like that and we couldn't afford to pay for him to be naked so
0: <laughs> yeah that was a wild oh, oh it's so great that you were there yeah you, um
1: it was yeah. great that's when you uh, uh, played batman and came flying down on the cable
0: yeah and and you've been in some batman and the tv series right you were in... I've, done, I've done the cartoons i've never was cartoon. on okay yeah. uh, <laughs>
1: i was never on that that one uh the kapow, kapow, kaposh, whatever that one was. I never got to do that one. But uh, anyway, about the heartworm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, after being in over 13, 14,000 auditions in, in my 50-plus wow. years, uh, I, I'm very comfortable in the room. Wow. That's, that's uh, you know, the outliers that book the outliers, where they say you do anything for 10,000 times. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're a professional at it. Well, auditions. I'm a professional auditioner Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and uh, between commercials and uh, movies and TV and theater and uh, whatever, uh, I'm comfortable in that room. I love that room. And uh, I I know that the way you get the job, because it's a beauty contest basically, uh, you know, a popularity contest there's five guys making four girls making a decision on you and five other people. You know, why did they pick you? Mm. Uh, They like you. That's all they like. You're not, you didn't read the best. You didn't look the best. You weren't the most right for the part. They liked you. So it's kind of a popularity contest. So how do you, how do you change the dynamic in that room? Because when you walk in there, they're saying, Okay, show me what it is. What do you got, you know? And, well, I don't like you already, you know? You're <laughs> already judging me,
0: right. you
1: know? <laughs> so so it's, it's, I found that very disconcerting, that, that, that you know, proven. Mm-hmm. I don't have to prove anything. You've invited me to come and audition. Yeah. You should be offering me a, a sandwich and a cocktail or something, you know? Uh, I drove over here free, you know? You didn't pay for my gas or my parking or my costume or anything else. I came here uh, to help you with your thing. Well, I, I, I had to go through many machinations in my head mm-hmm. to figure out why, why I wasn't getting parts, you know, and why would I was so angry about not getting them until I realized I'm a service, you know. So uh, getting sober, they helped me also uh, because I could show up on time. Hmm not smelling of last night and uh, (laughs) not asking for a little money up front. And uh, uh, so I would, I would, I would uh, try to find out what, what, uh, what, well, they try to change that dynamic. So instead of them judging me, I would try to do my research. Uh, Now with the computer, you can go to IMDB. You can find out what the person's done. If the director and the producer have done three movies between them, they need me, you know. If mm-hmm. they've done thirty movies and there are some good ones in there, you know, uh, I want to, I want to, I want to help them. I want, I still want to help them, but uh, so I try to find one of those movies that one of them did that I loved, truly loved, and a moment in that movie that I have some passion for. I, I, you know, whatever it is. Uh, Play it again, sham, whatever whatever, whatever moment it is in that movie. And I try to find sometime during the interview to say, hey, you know when you were making that that movie and and, and, and that bomb exploded and all that, <laughs> it didn't affect anybody except the people in the foreground. How did you do? Oh, my God, that took three days to prepare because we had to put a glass thing so he couldn't hear. Da, 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 da. And all of a sudden, now it's two people talking about how we make shit. Right. Two people talking about how we make stuff rather than, one person judging another, right? Well,
0: uh, and, yeah.
1: and change the dynamic in the room. Well, you so become
0: comfortable like, to be with, as opposed to just yeah, somebody yeah.
1: Well, number one, you got he's got a fan. Yeah, you know, everyone who likes a fan. You know, oh, the guy likes my stuff. He likes what I do. In fact, that one moment was one of my favorite moments in the movie. You know, I, I try to be truthful. I try to find something that I really loved that mm. I could talk about and go, oh yeah. I love that. And uh, if you can do that, you can change the dynamic. And if you can change the dynamic, later on, at the end of the day, when they go involved in their little secret room and they talk about all 20 actors that they saw, all of them are taking their votes of who they want. And he goes, I want that guy. Yeah. Why? I liked him. Yeah. I want to nope. spend the next two weeks with him. Not because he was any better than anybody else. Because at my age, we're all the same. We all know how to do it. We've all done it a thousand times. And, you know, but also guys my age are bringing their lives into that casting room. They're sitting down there and they're complaining about the wife left them, they lost the house, the kids on drugs. Uh, You know, life, life is eating them up. I try to get into that casting room and look for a kid, you know, play with the kid keep me mm. hey 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 give me 5 <laughs> dollars oh yeah <laughs> and 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 the play just to play keep playing so that when i go into that room i'm carrying the joy of playing rather than the weight of the world sure. and, and 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 it it's effective you know uh, it's it's contagious they, they want that if you go in there smelling of uh, desperation they don't want that <laughs>
0: What's coming up? I mean, IMDb lists about five things in pre-production, but what's for you? What What's the most promising, or what are you looking forward to?
1: Well, I bet it's during even strangely enough during this pandemic, which is uh, just a horrific uh, mm. of affairs for everybody in every way possible. Uh, I've managed to do a bunch of jobs. I, the, my, my most recent one that was out is a movie called The Ascent. Which is kind of an Exorcist movie, and I'm kind of the Max von Sydow role, which I love playing. Mm. Love doing that, and uh, I did uh, a movie uh, called uh, uh, Deep in the Wood, Deep in the Forest, Deep in the Forest, uh, which is kind of the liberals are going to hiding because, they, uh, con- uh, because the conservatives have taken over the country, the military. And uh, so we're hide out in a, in a lodge and, and, and uh, havoc prevails. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, and then there's another one we did, I did with Danny Houston uh, where I love this role I played. It's a Zoom movie, even though I shot mine, uh, in, a, in a little studio downtown. But uh, I play the patriarch and I'm a Trumper uh, who's f- who doesn't wear a mask. And I catch the bug and, and I go into the hospital and die in four days. Mm-hmm. So I'm in a coma for the whole movie (laughs) right in the center of the screen and my whole family has been invited to say goodbye by the nurses right so everyone's saying goodbye and the family gets bigger and bigger and they're finding out wow you're related yeah i had him out of wedlock this is this this." all the secrets of the family start exploding around me while i'm in a coma
0: so you've no speaking no lines i mean you're literally a body
1: it turns out i find out that i'm gonna die and in the last reel uh i get Uh, This six-minute scene of a video that I taped when I knew I was going to die, very tearful, very emotional, where I explain everybody's secrets and all the whole stuff and and, uh, who's going to get the money and everything. everything. Mm -hmm. How that is very, very tearful and really, really... uh, uh, I love doing the scene because I never get that kind of a scene. I always get the authoritarian. Yeah, the
0: sheriff. I was going to say, how many sheriffs have you sheriff,
1: played? The bartender, the, yeah, manager, right. mm-hmm. the coach, the commander, the whatever guy, you know, at that. The, I never get the guy who falls apart, you know. And uh, oh, so I did that a couple of weeks ago and it was a blast.
0: Oh, that's great. I
1: got a commercial just just out. Where you <laughs> probably see it, it's uh, there's uh, the the, uh, the Lloyd character hanging off the clock, you know. Uh,
0: yeah, Harold Lloyd.
1: Harold Lloyd, and he drops into an Acura, a red one and a blue one, and they take off through a western town and blah blah blah. Ends up, and I'm this uh, uh, covered wagon driver racing, and my uh, my daughter on the railroad tracks, you know. And a, he goes and saves my daughter on the railroad, and then I just finished one last week with. Uh, Rebel Wilson. I don't know if you know who she yeah, is. Yeah, sure. She's a big deal. Yeah. And uh, she plays my daughter. And uh, actually, I played her father and on Zoom, where she's teaching me how to make a, a Christmas uh, dough thing, whatever the hell that it was. I haven't seen that yet. It's supposed to come out, I guess, any minute. Uh, and you uh, know, I'm still managing to bang stuff out.
0: Yeah, that's great. Have you, go ahead, Trace. Yeah, we're right, we got a few minutes left. Have you ever chased a
1: role? In other words, you know, movies coming out, and you wanted to play a certain part, and you contact the director or a producer. Yeah, have yeah. you ever like knew a, a role that's coming out of a movie, and like said, I want to do that. So you, so you go you several. Know, um, I mean, that's that's kind of the way yeah. I do it. I mean, I don't just let my agent wait for them to call. I'm always in action some way. For instance, I did a movie called Arachnophobia. Oh, and, yeah. The AD on that show is a guy named Bruce Cohen, and uh, a great kid who eventually became an uh, associate producer and then a producer. He produced American Beauty, won the Academy Award, mm. and then he went on to direct, uh, to produce uh, I love that movie. To produce mm. Milk, and uh, he and I played a lot of tennis together, and uh, so there, Mil- I read that Milk was starting, and I read that Bruce was doing it up in San Francisco, so I called and said, uh, Brucey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Got anything in this thing for me? And he goes, uh, "No, everything's a local hire up here." And uh, I said, "I can be local." And uh, he said, "You want to drive all the way up?" I said, "Yep." And he said, "Well, I, I don't. Let me let me check. I'll get back with you." So he calls me an hour later, and he says, uh, "Well, there's a tiny part of this little uh, of this guy who." Uh, Uh, a shop owner who is, and he says, said, if you can get over to casting over here this afternoon, uh, you can read for it. I said, great. And I, so I head over there and on the way, the phone rings and it's him again saying, "Uh, listen, they, they want you to uh, uh, read for another part two, which you haven't had a chance to look at, but you'll read it cold. I said, okay, great. And uh, I walk in there. It's a big scene. It's a scene with uh, Sean Penn and uh, I'm playing the, uh, The head of the uh, uh, union who wants to take the coors out of the bars, right? Mm -hmm. And I and I uh, read for it. The guy, says, you know, uh, Gus Van Sant goes, "Great, you got it." And so I drive myself up to San Francisco. I stay with friends up there, and uh, I'm a local hire, so Mm -hmm. I get the job up there. I go do it, and uh, I go to the premiere. And Bruce calls me up and he says, "You're not going to like it." He said. We cut that scene out.
0: Because
1: oh. With Sean's a great, great scene. He said, because we're using actual footage of the real guy to expedite the story. So it's just, you know. And he said, You're still in it. You're still, uh, you know, you did the union thing where there's a close up of you and a blah, blah, blah. But I miss my, that big scene. But I did it. I did. That's how I got that job by, by presuming. I'm always, I'm always calm. I'm not afraid to call up. A mm. lot of actors. Oh, no, I would never call. Oh, no, I would never say, Oh, I don't. Hey. I've survived for fifty-five years doing this, you know, and uh, I still do it. I still call. You no, know,
0: you're not going to believe what's who just is trying to call me. The Carnegie Alumni Association. <laughs> Tell them, I'll, punt, I'll punt for them if they need me next
1: week in the game.
0: That, that's so funny. Yeah, we had the worst. Foot- well, I did want to ask one Carnegie question but about your acting. What did you? Who was your actor? Larry Carra Who was your acting teacher? Do you- Do you well, remember?
1: my favorite, well, well is still alive out here, and he teaches at Cal Arts. His name is Lou Palter.
0: Oh yeah, Lou Palter. Yeah.
1: Lou Palter, but uh, my my uh, number one guy was Ted Kazanoff, who was the Mellon Professor from BU. He's mm-hmm. no longer with us, but uh, I-, I love that guy. He- he- one of the things he said when you remember Alice Elliot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was. Going on and on about and, and he goes, he goes. You know who makes the best actors? Peasants, because they don't talk about it; they just do it. <laughs> <laughs> I loved him. Plus, he played tennis. We played
0: tennis a lot. Oh. Yeah, oh, that's that's great. So, I mean, you consider that a good. What's the best takeaway from having been a an acting student at Carnegie? I mean, did was there a good uh,
1: discipline? You know, and uh, uh, ego, destroying the ego and uh, allowing you to take take criticism, personal criticism without taking it personally, Uh, which I find almost everywhere. I'm afraid to give criticism to anybody unless they've been to Carnegie. If they went to Carnegie, I don't mind telling them the truth about their performance. Uh, I have a few friends that I will tell them the truth that didn't go to Carnegie that accept it. But most mm-hmm. of the time you tell somebody something about their performance and boom you've lost a friend you know mm-hmm. people don't want to hear the truth sometimes especially mm-hmm. about their art <laughs> yeah
0: <I> mean, <laughs> yeah well we're sensitive we're artists visual artists not I mean, not, I, I, not yeah perform. we're sensitive but
1: we we should also be logical <laughs> you know if you say you know when you turn up state like I saw I saw Pacino, not Pacino. He's a great actor. Pacino. Pacino. Uh, my I saw him do uh, the O'Neill, where he's at the bar. You know, uh, I forget the name. of Long it.
0: Long Day's Journey, maybe. No, no. He just a oh. just
1: two character play. Oh. Anyway, he's got the he's got a huge part in the and the night clerk is the only person there who's listening to him the whole time, and uh, uh, and so I saw him at the Mark Taper, and he's got all the lines. Well, he turned. He put them. He put the. Night clerk facing the audience, and he put his back to the audience for the whole time. I could hear, I couldn't hear half of what he said. It was like, what? How stupid can you be? You know, like, come on. And I was down close. I'm, I'm you know, like, I, that, that uh, stupid stuff. Like, mm. if I were the director, the first rehearsal, I would say, uh, 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 Al, turn around. Yeah. I want to hear you. I want to see you would be great. Thanks. We'll put the night clerk sideways. <laughs> we'll see him. But, you know, you face this way. No, no, no. I'm putting my back to the audience. I'm going to talk like that. And never heard any of the jokes. It was like, oh, sometimes actors just, the ego takes over and, and uh, you know, and you lose the baby in the bath. Mm. Like
0: that. Well, this has been great. I was trying to see if any blast. Uh... Questions? Otherwise, we'll wrap it up. No, Are we done. Well, we could. But you can go on. I mean, I, we just, I don't. Want, I don't want to take advantage of your time. I mean, it's um, it's been great. I mean, I just I'll, let me list up some of the tech people that that. Um, and you tell me if you ever worked with them or you know you know there was Paula Kaufman who I dated oh, Wagner. Paula. Paula Kaufman. Paula was my leading lady in Tenders the Night. She played Rosemary
1: Hoyt. I played Dick Diver, studio production directed by, uh, produced and directed and written by, re, uh, you know, uh, adapted by Tom Thomas. And we did that, and uh, she was, uh, I remember her line was, Dick,
0: Dick, take me, take me.
1: And I go, take you where? Well, <laughs> uh, I still see Paula. She's mm-hmm. out here, and she's in New York. She's both places, and she's still as beautiful as she al- always was. Uh, Herbie Braha, do you remember Herbie?
0: Her Braha, sure.
1: Yeah, he died. He passed away wow. here, uh, a couple of year, a year or two ago, and I, and everybody, I saw everybody at that funeral you know, because I set it up. So there was like uh, all Bill Sapley and uh, Bob Foxworth. There was another. I see Fox once in a while. I haven't seen him in a long time, but I do see him one. Uh, Carolyn McWilliams passed away. Wow. Uh, Jennifer Darling is around. Uh, you had on that list. You had
0: uh, Lauren Friedman, Marta Heflin. Mar- Ru- Marta,
1: Marta's dead.
0: Oh wow! Uh, uh, <laughs> a
1: lot of dead people? Uh, Katie, her sister is alive. You no,
0: know, uh, who went to Carnegie that produced with Tom Cruise? Who was? Oh, Paul. Uh, that was Paula Wagner. Wagner. Paula Weinstein. Who was Hoffman? Oh, she was uh, an acting Wagner. student, and I, I, I tell people I dated her. Oh. Actually, she dated my motorcycle. I had a motorcycle and, and she just like driving around on the back of my motorcycle. So uh, I don't think it was a romance with me. But um, anyway, But yeah, I met her a few years ago because she, she produced uh, Marshall, which debuted here. It was written by a local lawyer that I know uh, about Thurgood Marshall. And I, I saw her out here a couple of years ago. Um, yeah. Anyway, Bochco, Bruce Weitz, Charlie Haidt, Karen Gorney. Doc, Doc no longer with us. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Carolyn Gourney was, uh, 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 I bought one of her paintings from her. She was, she was also an artist. Uh, we did, she was in Tenders and Night. She played my wife. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Nicole Diver, she played. Uh, uh, she was awesome. And then she did David and Lisa. Remember that movie?
0: Sure. Well, Kira DeLay lives here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, she was uh, uh, oh. the friend, the girlfriend.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't even realize it.
1: Uh and uh who else was on that list? Um well Renee d- died just recently.
0: Oh Rene Auberginois? Yeah. Oh, gee. Sorry, I just been brought up this list. It's like a <laughs> it's <just getting> depressing. <laughs> I'm
1: telling you. That list is the killer. But uh <laughs> there's a bunch of us still still trudging out here, you know. So
0: yeah. Well, I, yeah, when you respond in your emails that it's good to hear you're still above ground. And now I know why you said that, because everybody—it's <laughs> not too many of us left, it seems. Are you acting? No, I, I, I had one. No, I, uh, I studied set design. I mean, I realized there was had no future in acting. I mean, I took all the acting. I was in the drama. I have a degree in drama and went. Did the acting thing, the body movement with Jewel Walker. You remember Jewel Walker? Did you? Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, so I went through the whole thing, but I realized, and I probably was in a few skits or something, oh, but realized I had no future. So I became a set designer. I, well, in school, I, I never did anything outside of school. I did interview for the uh, the role of Benjamin in The Graduate, uh, but it never even got to the audition stage. I just was pre-interviewed. Uh, Do you
1: remember Hall Hansen?
0: Hall Hansen, yeah, tall guy, big, yeah. tall, handsome, Nordic guy. Our yeah, what a. I
1: always wondered what happened to Hall.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, he was a very. nice some... guys
1: for pals too.
0: Yeah, there's some people there that just had, you know, you figured were just bound for superstardom, and some of them just sort of disappeared and.
1: Well, Loudon, Loudon.
0: Wainwright, yeah. Are we oh, good? We... Yeah, we're good. Thanks so much, Peter.
1: All right. Thanks. Any time. Thank you. your brother, and uh, hopefully
0: we'll uh, meet in person one of these days while we're still above ground. Hope so. Thanks so much.